I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes, both radio for Hot 97, TV for Fox 5, free of charge on LisaEvers.com. So I hope you check them out. Now, in this episode, we are talking about something few people will talk about openly, kind of like hip-hop's dirty little secret. But everyone knows the love-hate relationship between New York and Atlanta hip-hop and the constant competition over which city reigns supreme now, not in the past, not in the golden era of hip-hop in the 90s, but which city reigns supreme now in 2018 as the real capital of hip-hop, where it's all popping, the music, the culture, everything. That's what we're talking about with our panel. Let me introduce them to you right now. Joining me, DJ Drewski. He's Hot 97. Uh, DJ's new at 2. His new movement show is on Sunday nights at 11 p.m. He breaks a lot of new artists and new joints from some of the big-name artists as well. He was the one that discovered A Boogie. Uh, Drewski, great to have you. Thanks for having me. Great I'm to back. have you be back. <laughs> also with us is Chuck Creekmer. He's the CEO of AllHipHop.com, a hip-hop cultural commentator. Chuck, great to have you. Thank you. Great to have you back. Also with us is Tap. He's a hip-hop artist. His latest single is Lie No More. He signed to RGF Productions with Danny Sue and Fetty Wap. And he just got back from a national tour where Atlanta was one of the stops. <laughs> Tap, thanks chill. so much for being with us. Thank you we appreciate so much it. for having me. No, great to have you on. <laughs> um, Chuck, I'm going to start with you on this big picture. You're going to start with me. You know, I was going to start with you. You know, all hip-hop. That's all hip-hop. <laughs> New York yeah. hip-hop and Atlanta hip-hop and everywhere around right. the world. You have to admit it. As much as we love New York, Atlanta is really strong. Oh, no. You won't get an argument out of me. I mean, Atlanta's popping. I mean... I love Atlanta, actually. I go down there a lot, and uh, when I do, I enjoy myself. And uh, it's a different culture down there. It's more open. It's a lot of a lot more openness, if if you will. I think the um, the strip club culture has contributed a lot to the music that we're hearing right now. Uh, New York is to me still a lot of headphone music, a lot of to yourself music, uh, on the train, in the park. You know what I mean? So. I think it's a little bit different. There's a lot more sharing, if you will, going to, going on in Atlanta. Much more of a group thing. Drewski, uh-huh. what, what about it? Because you, um, you play to all kinds of crowds all over the country. Right, and I got to agree with him. I think the strip club culture in Atlanta is what helped it boom. You know, once... Why, why is that? Because the artists and the music was breaking out of the strip club. It became the new place where music was being broke you got the girls dancing to it you got you know the people that were in there you know they had no choice but to listen to this new music and with social media all these girls that have big followings these bartenders these dancers posting the music on their instagram and snapchats and facebook it just helped grow the culture and the music so it definitely started breaking out of atlanta through the strip club but i think some of our still to today the biggest icons in hip-hop are New York artists. Really? Like the Jay-Z's, the Diddy's, the 50s. We'll, we'll talk about it. Well, definitely. definitely. Mm-hmm. Tab, what, t- tell me about, uh, you know, you've, you've been to all these different cities within yeah, the last year. Absolutely. What's it like? And kind of for, some for the first time, I'm sure, right? Uh, basically, what Chuck and Juice said, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's basically like an engaging culture down there. You know what I'm trying to say? It's more exploit. A lot of more artists down there are really engaging with each other and, and, and collabing with each other often than it is in New York, you know what I'm trying to say? So it's just like, it's more 
more personality down there. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, which maybe explains why the the music is out why more. Why people are feeling it yeah, so much. Yeah. But what about for you? Because I'm sure you know. I'm, I'm sure when you go from city to city, like on a tour back to back, you kind of notice like the differences. Yeah. Even though you're in hotels and stuff like that, and on yeah. the bus and the plane and everything. But well, what, what was it about Atlanta that struck you? Uh, what about Atlanta that struck me was it's just like fast pace. You know what I'm trying to say? Like everything is just like fast down there. You know really? What I'm trying to say? So it's just like the music producers. It's just like everything is just like more of like you getting your hands on with a lot based on if you was up here in New York. You know what I'm trying to say? So like a lot more create, like like a real creative yeah, collaborate, yeah, collaborate yeah. type and, type and, of vibe. And it's basically like a more of everyone down there knows knows one another. You know what I'm trying to say? So mainly up here, you you probably meet a different artist or a different different person up here through like like. It's hard to explain, like, basically, like, do, do another type of department or category, you get what I'm trying to say, down there, you really, like, meet different types. It's just more people. open. Yeah, open music. Like, here it's very segmented yeah. and very, like, you got to really know oh, yeah. people to get through the door yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, down and there like, is, 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 is mainly, like, you got a buzz, you got a, a, a bass, like, they rocking with you. you and did you feel like they were feeling your music more, yeah. too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was just, like, more... Me was different from aside from a lot of artists in New Jersey and New York. It's basically that my style is more up tempo, and that's why I feel like it's more like down down in Atlanta type like orientated. So, right. So that's why I just feel like as far more as, dance, more party yeah, music, that kind of, that kind of thing. And that's what's mainly jumping down there. You know right. what I'm trying to say? So it's like what Juicy said, like the strip clubs and things like that. New York and New Jersey is more iconic, like freestyling and more like lyrical. Like the you hard skills, like yeah. you got to have like these hard yeah. skills. Right, right. What what about the what about this like the the other thing that some of the some of the New York artists have said to me is they're like Lisa, New, you know New York is is all about the lyrics. It's about the writing, the MC, like all these skills. Atlanta is about the beats. And I just feel like people just be themselves down there. You right. know what I'm trying to say like right. there's a lot there's a lot of people being themselves. They they showing a lot of what they do. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, a lot of they culture that was going on down there that, like, attracts attracts the, the fans and the supporters and the listeners to what they got going on. Like, they're not trying to, to trying to be anybody yeah, else or yeah. happy. Like, yeah, we are, this is what you, we are. Like, yeah, take they it or leave it. raw, uncut, like, down here. So, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, basically, like, up here, we more, like, isolated, more stays in. Yeah. What, what, what we do down there, they really, like, they getting it to you. you know what what, what about that? Well, back to what you were saying, I think... Um, With the beats and the li- versus right. the lyrics? Today, it's a lot different. Like, a couple of years ago, you can distinguish the difference between a New York artist and a down south artist. I think today, though, because it's a new generation and these kids grew up listening to Atlanta artists and down south artists, they all start to sound the same. So you have artists like Designer, who sound like Future, but he's a New York... He's from Brooklyn. Right, you know right, Takashi right. 69 is from... Brooklyn, but he doesn't sound like a typical New York quote unquote right. artist. So it's changing. But yes, it's always been like that where mostly New York artists had the skill, know how to rap, you know what I'm saying? They could freestyle off the top. And but I, I feel like today's generation it's changed. Like, yeah, like artists music. like Tap said he has more of a Atlanta sound maybe than a New York sound. Right. So there's really no difference at this the, point. The line is blurred the line right. is blurred. They out. created so much um so many hits yeah like yeah and so much energy that all energy. artists are starting to sound like 
you know, down south artists. I think it's a little less industry down in Atlanta, too. So for, for sort of what, what Tab said, in New York, you kind of got to meet somebody to meet somebody to meet somebody. Right. Whereas <laughs> in Atlanta, you could go to brunch and just meet somebody, and then y'all just start building right, right. off right off the right top. Right at the table or the buffet yeah. line or whatever. Absolutely. Right. And um, I think here the industry is ahead of the music. It, it's before the music. So, for, you know, I just feel like the people in Atlanta are more warm and welcoming than, say, New York. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense to you. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, I love New York, and obviously it's the Mecca and all, and all those good things. But in this day and age when you're trying to get on or you're trying to feed your family or whatever the case may be, you pretty much would do whatever it takes to, to get there. And I think that's also why the sounds have changed too. Right. Not just that they've grown up but on um, Atlanta music or down south music, but that, that um, it's popping. So you will right. do what you need to do. Okay, when, when we come back, let's talk about the evolution of the sounds. Because I looked yes. up some of the dates and when Trap started yeah. and the, <laughs> versus the golden era and all those things. Let's talk about some of the evolution of sounds because I think that's where um, things are really happening and bubbling right now in, in uh, 2018. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Hey, yo, 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 what up, what up? It's the infamous Mob Deep prodigy right here, you know what I mean? And this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, you know what I mean? and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip hop's dirty little secret, New York versus Atlanta. Which city is the real capital of hip hop? in 2018. Joining me for this conversation, Hot 97's own DJ Drewski. You hear him at New at 2 on the weekends, the new movement Sunday nights, 11 p.m. to 12 midnight. If you're interested in new artists or new joints by the big name artists, that's the show where those songs get broken. So, Drewski, uh, yes. great to have you with us. In New York City. In New York City. Oh. Yeah, but we stream, stream, <laughs> stream live worldwide on the free Hot 97 app. Anyway, um, Chuck Kriegmer, CEO of AllHipHop.com, joins us. He's also a hip-hop culture commentator. Chuck, great to have you back. Peace. Thank you so much. Also with us is Tap. He's a hip-hop artist. His latest single is Lie No More. He's signed to RGF Productions with Danny Sue and Fetty Wap. Yeah, he just family. got back from a national tour that included Atlanta. So yeah. uh, that's why we're interested to hear what he has to say about, about all this. Let's talk about the sound, okay? Uh, Golden era hip-hop, Chuck, uh, in the 90s. Uh, okay, you, you have the your Biggie, your Tupac, the whole West Coast thing. 1999... The, according to my research, this guy comes along named Lil Wayne, uh -huh. and then it was just, remember, it seemed like those were the only songs we were hearing for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Open the right. thing in the South, the mid-2000s, you got Gucci, you got T.I., the birth of trap music, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and then where are we here in 2018? Well, that's, you Skin know, roughly. That's roughly. <laughs> that's... Okay, but you don't 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 forget, you know, Jay was still popping, DMX oh, right. okay. was still popping, yes. Nas was yes. still popping. Like it was see, this is this is where Lisa, I'm just gonna respectfully disagree. Okay, please but do. No, do I wanna You're hear. right, you're right, but you're also excluding so many people like Eminem. I mean, it just goes on and on. Right. Dr. Dre released an album in that same time time frame. So I'ma just say this. That was an extension of the golden era of hip hop where okay. where we were experiencing just everything we all wanted, right? right? From everywhere. All pistons were firing at that point. East, west, south, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna say that was an extension of the golden era. But 
I'm going to say this. Respectfully, New York started to catch feelings because that's when the shift began. The shift started to head down south. Cash Money was killing it. And Cash Money that's was the I last mean. dynasty. I could be wrong, but in my opinion, Cash Money was the last hip-hop dynasty. So before that was Bad Boy, Rockefeller, et cetera, et cetera, even Rough Riders. But, you know, they maintained quite a bit longer than most other ones. For a long so, time. Yeah, and the last thing I'm going to say this, I know this, this might take us off topic a little bit, but sampling okay. laws changed pretty dramatically in the 90s. So the sampling began to stop, and I could be wrong, but Down South wasn't sampling like that. And cost-wise, it was easier to make beats and music without sampling, and South, the South really knocked that out. Right. You know what I mean? And I also want to note that I feel like it's sort of like the New York City artist's fault in a sense, too, because it was all competitive. Ah, right? thank you. All the New York City artists okay, were we competing go. with one another. It was another. self-destructive. Right, like, and then 50 just... comes along, <laughs> and he starts dissing everybody, and all the artists. 2004. Right. right, so now... None of these artists in New York City are collaborating. Everyone's competing. Everyone's for self. While this is going on, all the Atlanta artists, the down south artists, start working together. Yep. Like what Tap said. Right. But like, it, it didn't matter. Really it could be Gucci, man, but he's in the studio with a brand new artist, mm. and it's all helping one another rise. So you had the biggest artist in Atlanta working with the newest artist in Atlanta. And that's how it just kept going. And really like working creating. with them, not like we've seen in, with some of the other, with the New York yeah. artists, where they'd have these different artists, but the careers, they'd have one hit, and then they disappear. And right, happened. no, no, no. Yeah, they were working, like, No, Matt, think, think about this. What if, what if Jay-Z and Nas worked together? What if Jay-Z and DMX right. did not have a falling out? What if 50 worked with Fat Joe or Ja Rule? Ja Rule? Yeah. Like, what if they were all... In, in cahoots right. to... And then birthing new artists. Right, you know right. That's that too. Yeah. Yeah. You like know, all the, the Migos and all the hot... Come from the Gucci man, the mm -hmm. T.I. Like, right. you know, they come from that. And not yeah. just because it was, they were inspired. Gucci was around them, you know, helping them and pushing them. You and rarely see them. an artist right. from the South. Obviously, T.I. called himself the king of the South. And some people, you know... Right. fight over that title but for the most part nobody really fought him over they were just like okay you're the king yeah, keep, because it was, keep it, it moving was new <laughs> right. though too yeah. but it was yeah. he could take the title yeah. but now he, you know it's it's popping in Atlanta when you have T.I. and Gucci now competing yeah. who created trap music who created music. Yeah. trap music yeah. that's right. going at it yeah. the new that's a different conversation that'll right. be a new, another episode but, but we'll I, that, that's how you know who's holding the weight right now when right. that's the debate right who, you know what I'm saying right. that's the debate it's so Atlanta right now, you know, and for the past couple of years, had the sound, had the wave. And, you know, it changes over time, but unfortunately, that's it is what it is. What right it is. Yeah. Tab, what, what, what about what they're saying about the competition? Uh, competition. The, 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 the feeling of competitiveness. Like, do you, do you feel like you could, you know, even being from New Jersey, New York area, you could be in Atlanta if you were down there working I mean, for a I while? I mean, like, I feel like up here. You know, RGF South. Yeah, like, I feel, <laughs> I feel like, like up here is more... Not say of a competition in New York. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's it's not really too much competition if you you really ask me, because it's really like the youth is actually doing it now. You know what I'm trying right. to say? So, like the youth is 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 mainly like they they vision for the whole music aspect of it is just to 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 make good music. You know what I'm trying to say? To not to, lyrically. Is yeah, like not lyrically. It's basically because you know you got a little a bit of 
topics on mumble rap and the lyric rap. You know what I'm trying to say? So my, people might think down south is more mumble. Right. People up here think that is more lyrical. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? So in that aspect of competing and things like that, I, I just mainly feel like New York has its own sound and has its own stability of how they create music. And just like Atlanta, they have their own little ways of that they do music. And what brings them so so right now that they had an upper advantage is mainly that they work together. They work together, but also is there is there something else in this Chuck where it also coincides with that mid two thousands where the record labels kind of lost their big big grip on everything and it and became like, a lot less expensive now. to it's make songs really right. like you put easier, out, less cheaper. You putting things out digital. You know what I'm right. trying to say? More back then, it was more like hard copies and things like that. People could just pop it in and yeah. things like right. that. And you need a big money to yeah. get a studio. But you got to factor in this. Remember, remember where like remember where hip hop. And I know we're not talking about started. the past, but remember how it started, where it started, right? Now, uh, it started in like the parks, blah blah blah. But but in the but in the '80s, it it became more in industry, right? But that was just New York, literally just New York, and maybe no, no, it was just New York. Not it wasn't even LA because NWA, and then they started independent too. But the rest of the country was selling out of the trunk, hand to hand. You know what I mean? They were touching the people in a way that New York had the opportunity to be on MTV Raps or whatever and distribute that way. But to his credit, when you're not necessarily have you don't have a machine to market and you're just touching people and they and they like honestly have to like your music. It's a different way of selling than it is when you have a label like Def Jam or something like that. Does that make sense to yeah, you? Yeah, because it's more of a it's it's you have to have real fans. Yeah. Right. You have to be it, you have to you're not just selling something that maybe people are going to buy and not really listen to. It's like you have to have real fans it's a and that's mindset. what builds yeah, and it's like careers. Today's today is like social media the social media thing's crazy. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's like now that this technology has been brought up, right? It's just like it's a crazy way to exploit a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So Definitely. We're going to talk about that more. This yeah. is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yo, what up? This your homie, Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we are going in into hip-hop's dirty little secret, the competition between New York and Atlanta, sometimes friendly, sometimes not so friendly. Joining me for this conversation, Hot 97's own DJ Drewski. You can hear him on New at 2, and also the New Movement Show, which is his show on Sunday nights from 11 to 12 midnight on Hot 97, live stream worldwide on the Hot 97 app. Drewski, great to have you with us. Of course. Thank you so much. Also with us is Chuck Kriegmer. He's the CEO of allhiphop.com. He's also a hip-hop culture commentator. Chuck, great to have you with us again. Thank you. Also with us is Tap. He's a hip-hop artist. His latest single is Lie No More. He signed to RGF Productions. That's uh, Danny Sue and Fetty Wap's label. And he just got back from a national tour that included Atlanta. Now, Tap, you guys are kind of doing it the new way and the old school way yeah. in terms of promoting and careers and music and all that. Tell me about that. Uh, basically, like we just we just looking for our own lane, looking for... What, what we feel comfortable doing. You know what I'm trying to say? And that's the biggest thing and the biggest key in this music. Like, and and also in terms of the work and the promotion. Yeah. Because Danny told me, like, you guys, are, you, you know, before you dropped the single, you got, like, a whole album already recorded yeah, and written yeah. and ready and it's to basically, go. And it's basically like that. They they like to prepare. They like to, how can I say it? Like, 
before we get into the big fish, we like to prepare like the little small derbs, you right. know what I'm trying to say? So we just like to prep everything before we really, you know, go go through with it. You get what I'm trying to say? And so that that for me, as being an artist, like that that makes me format my music totally to like to another upscale level. You get what I'm trying to say? So that, and w- and what about in terms of the fans? Because when you, when you're out there on tour, it's not just the tour it's not just the tour you perform and then boom yeah. you go chill and whatever or travel or whatever it's like you're you're doing you're doing meet and greets you're doing shows you're doing radio shows you're doing like, all it's, this. it's basically like me i handle i handle meet and greets and things like that like with my fans well because like I'm, I'm socially orientated you know what i'm trying to say like i'm a people person and like even with my performances like i'm i'm really like energetic with a lot of things so it's like you never know what you might get being a fan, you get what I'm trying to say. I like to entertain, so like I like to get get the people what they can can to see. You know what I'm trying to say, like pay for it. So that's how like I feel like I I do very well with my uh, fans and, and things like that. Like to the culture, adapting to the culture, any state that we we they land happen in. to be in. And yeah, you notice yeah. a difference in the fans from state to state? Uh yeah, some fans you'll have them, some overwhelmed, some just just you know a little steady. Some of them is just like. Oh, oh my God! Like I, like I really love your music, things like that. So it's just like it's different characteristics and different emotions that fans come with. That's you know what I feel good so, though. That's yeah, to see. And, and it's amazing. Cause is it amazing? Like, yeah, cause I like me coming from where I'm from. Like you don't, you don't see, you don't see too many of those. Like you get what I'm trying to say. Patterson, you might see, right? yeah, you might see like probably like kids that's probably younger than you. You probably playing sports and things like that, and they might look up to you. But being like having a voice. You know what I'm trying to say? Like that, that's big. You know what I'm trying to say? No, so, that's really big. That yeah. that's huge. Yeah, that's, that's big. huge. In, t- in in terms of the approach, Dusky, the way the records get get moved, the way you hear about how do you hear about new artists? Because this is a question. I know we're gonna have a, a million questions like that on social media. People are like, how can I get my record to him? It's it's different ways. Um, of course, I have a network of DJs that I'm around and I know where they're located, so I could go to them. Like, yo. What's popping? Where you from? Or what's lit? Where you from? And and I get it that way. You know, using social media, I'm on it all the time. You know, I'm out in the streets. I'm in the club. So people come up to me. They'll say, "You'll play my record." If I play it in the club and I see a reaction, then it's like, okay, maybe we can support this. Maybe it fits with what's going on. So there's a bunch of ways to do it. You know, what I'm saying people hit me up on social media all the time, and I actually sit there and listen. And there's been times where I found a record in my email or through Instagram and. You know, the next day I'm playing it on Hot 97, and I'll see, like, reaction. And if it gets reaction, we keep working it. But, um, yeah, I, I just see that the sounds are all different. It don't matter where the artists are from. When they're sending music, I can't even tell. I got to ask, yo, where you from? You know? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because it's, it's a lot different now. The sound, cause, and also because of the streaming, because you have your worldwide... You have all kinds of sounds, all kinds of genres, all kinds of generations right, right. In, your, in the palm of your hand and your phone, and, and basically. Yeah, I could go through 10 emails and all 10 of them have a different sound, and it could be all New York artists. Mm-hmm. But can you, te- can you tell when you play a record in the club, can you tell, wow, this is, this is something different, but people are really feeling it? Yeah, you see a reaction. Uh, a lot of times, even here in New York, we That's use the crazy, strip club. That's crazy, because I kind of wanted, like, being like, I always was in one of those positions there where I try to get my music out to, to a DJs. few folks. You get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> DJs and stuff like that. I'll... I, I, I wonder, do you guys actually really listen to to him, bro? I can't speak for everybody. I can speak for myself. But yeah, because I feel like it is my position as a DJ. Coming up as a young DJ and want to be on the radio, I grew up here. So 
I listened to Flex and I listened to Mr. C and enough playing New York artists. And when I got on, Lisa, I, I said like, hey, I'm not even, now I'm on the radio and the only one maybe artist is from New York. Right. And it rubbed me in a weird sense. Not that, you know, who's hot is who's hot. Right. But I'm saying there had to be. Like, where are they? Yeah, like, there has to be some hot New yeah, York yeah, City yeah, artists. Yeah, sure. yeah, you know, and, and that's when my search began. Like, who's from New York that we can support? Because I get that the Atlanta artists and the South artists are hot, but there's no way that I'm finally on the radio. My dream has come true, <laughs> and I'm not playing no New York City artists. There was right. a point where it's like Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, Drake. It was all like maybe one New York City artist. And that's what, when I was like, nah, there has to be yeah, someone. You know, We have to figure out. More. I'm a New York City DJ, you know, Tri-State DJ. I want to support our artists as well. And that's what pushed me to like start listening more and yeah, more yeah. and say, you know, we got to, you know, I'm sure there's someone out here. Not everyone from New York is <laughs> yeah. whack. whack. Right. right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. whack. Chuck, what, Chuck, what about that? The relationship with the fans and how they determine the music now. Has that changed or oh. has that helped Atlanta or helped New York? Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, or help, yeah, or it's help tough. new artists like, like tap. Yeah, I mean, the way people are, are digesting it is, is way different now. And I think we have to factor in streaming, right? But not just streaming, but the platforms that are streaming, too. So if I go to a certain playlist on a certain platform, it's almost like what they kind of had a problem with with radio is that you're not really, really seeing new talent. You're actually seeing a curated playlist and it's just another form of programming. Now, you can still discover... Great point. Right, Great right. point. You can still discover music, mm -hmm. but you have to do the old school way and dig and look and find. And even the analytics, you know, sometimes they'll do a playlist based on what... You what think, they think you like. What they think mm -hmm. you like. Like when you're shopping for shoes, they send you all the shoe ads. Absolutely. Right. Even that doesn't really work. You know what <laughs> no. I mean? That doesn't really work. <laughs> no. So my thinking is... You just have to, as a as an artist, you have to really push hard. You have to don't don't sleep. Social media is just one thing. Streaming is just one thing. Yeah. You really have to push people to hear you. Push people to look look at you even. Really, yeah. It's and, and maybe drop a bag somewhere here and there to to get on some of those right. playlists. And you know, one of our biggest New York City artists, Cardi B, just right, signed a management deal. Right, left her management in New York and signed with an Atlanta-based management. You know, record labor, uh -huh. quality control, QC. So uh -huh. when you start seeing those shifts, you know, even the artists now are saying, I have to be a part of that. You know, New York City artists, whatever it is, they feel like they have to be a part of that because they built that wave. And I think people, you know, once you create a wave, people start, you know, just riding along with it. And that's what Atlanta did. But who, who in New York is... Industry, you know, music industry-wise, management-wise, like, who's here? Like, all the greats, so to speak, are, are in L.A. or some are in Atlanta. Right. They're not all really here like no, that. No, but you can you can argue that the management she was signed to got her hot. Well, that's their, that's their that's argument. That's their argument, well, right. So what is the difference? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying quality control yeah. is, you know, so popular as an indie label, as indie management, that mm. our bigger artists are... Going down right, there. even though you would think that she, that after the year that she had, right. that she, hmm. she's in a place where she doesn't have to make those kind of changes. Right. But she you're hard. saying that to go. Yeah, she hard, man. Yeah, party <laughs> hard, man. You know that that's that's the move she that she hard. that's yeah, the move like, that she has to make. Right. It's like to stay current and to go to the next level and not just kind of. Right. When they have all the hottest artists signed to their label. Right. You want to be a part of that team, the hottest team. Right. Mm -hmm. The label is probably 
eighty percent. Then why Atlanta is the artists. business still Chuck? Why is the business still in New York? Like uh, the the label headquarters are all in New York. Well, I mean, mostly, I mean, mostly one thing that's not one thing that's not going to change is is the way New York is set up. Yeah, like, right. The media here, the industry here, oh, right. that's everything. Right. Yeah, it's not that's not going to change. The big corporations. Yeah, the right. corporations are here. That's money's here. Yeah, for the sure. Money's here, and the creativity's in Atlanta. Would you say that, Tap? Uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but. No, I wouldn't say that. I would. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna do that to that? Yeah. <laughs> he can handle it. Come on. <laughs> He's doing great. Yeah, I don't, like I don't know about like create like creativity from East Side because I feel like both both cities has like unique talent. You know what I'm and we didn't even create, mention Patterson, your hometown creativity. with Fetty. There's a lot of creativity yeah, it's coming a whole, out of there yeah, right now. It's, it's oh, so yeah. much. It's so much creativity. I I seen Juicy uh, at this this club venue called Vessels in the city. You know what I'm trying to say? So I was just going out, seeing, checking out a couple artists and things like that, and it's just like. Yeah. No, no, he's seen no, me. No. Oh, oh, Drewski. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you said yeah, yeah. Juicy. Yeah. No, no, it was Drewski. So it was just like it was just like it was a dope, dope environment. Right. You get what I'm trying to say? It was just like discovering new talent and just right. seeing like it's really creativity inside the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like people. Newsflash! Really... Breaking news now. Yeah. There we yeah. go. So. And I do things like that, Lisa. Like go to these showcases, and now I even have my own spot where I do like Movement Mondays, where I just invite artists to come up. There's no fee, no nothing. Come up, play your music. You can perform if you want, and they just pop in. And, and they're so excited. Like that, stuff like that is in the city. People look at that as like you know, a little hope, Outlet, yeah. a little motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, getting getting somebody like Juicy to come down to the city. You know, scout out new talent. Right. Stuff like that. You know what I'm trying to say? That give people a lot of hope. You'll probably have a dude that ain't catch a big break yet. You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Or Got a lot going on, orientated with his daily circumstances, and just having Juicy come out, and he might be doing music, and just having Juicy come out, and just to come down there, and just to, you know, just to listen. explore his talent, and have Juicy listen to what he got going on. Some of these folks, bro, that 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 touched them. You know what I'm trying to say? Keep him motiv- yeah, motivated. Yeah, yeah. It give so, him hope. So Chuck, in ter- for pe- for for fan for fans that want to find new things right as they're start you know right at the beginning where do you think that where do you think they should look because you're talking you know your point about the cur- these curated playlists is, mm-hmm. uh, is very good i think it's changing i mean it's changing every single day i think when you talk about cardi b i wasn't even on cardi's wave when she was an instagram like stripper comedian right. i had no clue who she was but she was developing this incredible loyal following during that period and then when she got on Love and Hip Hop, then I then I knew who she was. But I think it's changing, and I think the creativity that artists have to show extends beyond just creating music. I think you have to in- include marketing and promotion as a person, as a human being. Mm. And really, if you look at the artists that were always great, they always did that anyway, like 50 Cent. They all had totally. it in-house almost. And then the label came, and then they took it to the next level. But... But labels aren't what they used to be. So, I mean, I think right now it has to be a multitude of different things that uh, is not limited to just the music or else you're just going to be kind of like underground or something. You know what I mean? You'll be an Internet sensation but not have that impact and that long-term connection. Let's talk about that when we come back. Mm -hmm. What does it really take to be a great artist over a period of time with a really loyal fan base? Or is that also a thing of the past. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. I'm 
Yo, what up? It's the game, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7. You ain't gotta lie no more. We ain't gotta lie no more. You ain't gotta lie no more. We ain't gotta lie no more. Up in the past, baby. I just wanna see you happy. I know there is somebody in the world for you. So just ask me, I'm your bestie. Have you been creeping over me? And you know I cannot stress myself out. I cannot lie to you. So just ask me, I'm your bestie. Have you been creeping over me? And you know I cannot stress myself out. I cannot lie to you. You ain't gotta lie no more. We ain't gotta lie no more. You ain't gotta lie no more. We ain't gotta lie no more. You ain't gotta lie no more. That was Lie No More by Tap. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip hop's dirty little secret, one of them the New York versus Atlanta rivalry. Which city can really claim that it's the capital of hip-hop in 2018? Let's find out what our guests have to say. Joining me, Hot 97's own DJ Drewski. You hear him on the new at 2. He has a new show, New Movement, Sunday nights from 11 p.m. to 12 midnight on Hot 97 and the free Hot 97 app, which we love because you can hear that. You can yes. hear Street Soldiers on it, everything free worldwide. And uh, he's broken a lot of new artists and also new joints by very well-known and established artist. Mm -hmm. Drewski, great to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Also with us is Chuck Kriegmer. He's the CEO of AllHipHop.com, a hip-hop culture commentator. Chuck, great to have you. Thanks. And also with us is, is Tap. He's a hip-hop artist. His latest single is Lie No More. He signed to RGF Productions yeah. with Danny Sue and Tap, Fetty yeah, Wap. Yeah. And just got back from na a national tour that included Atlanta. Okay, so That's here's so the other question that people ask me that I hear uh -huh. the, in these conversations that kind of revolve around this whole thing is the New York, Atlanta, the change in the culture, the change in the technology, the change in the promotion, a lot of changes that we've gone through um, recently. What about really big, big name artists? Is there, will we see somebody of the stature of a Tupac? Uh, I think uh, new artists like Kendrick, who happens to be from the West Coast, is doing that. The J. Coles are doing that, you know, and if you, still look at like Forbes richest hip hop artists. Top two are New York City icons, Jay Z, Diddy. Then you got Dre, Eminem and Drake. Like there's still no, you know, down south artists to that magnitude. You know, I am sure like Burman is would be considered, but the new guys, you know, it's gonna take some time because these guys are still in the running, right, they, but they've been at it for like competing. twenty years, almost yeah. right, twenty years, right. right? And they're not giving up. Like right. Hov is still putting out music, Diddy still puts out music. So you're competing still, and it's going to take time. But there are new generation kids that will eventually take those spots. I think Kendrick and them are some of those guys. The one thing I think is that the the younger artists, um, and I could be wrong, so you could disagree with mm -hmm. me, but Jay and Diddy, those guys were a little bit more mature, a little bit more about their business. And last but not least, 
they all had mentors, right? So if you think of Diddy, he didn't just happen. Excuse me, he didn't just happen. He had Andre Harrell. Jay even had like a Big Daddy Kane and, and things like that. And even Kendrick has Top Dog, right? So we have to remember that these guys didn't just happen. Even J. Cole had Jay-Z, right? So, right. you know, and Jay-Z actually did him a service by not coddling him and like, come here, little right. man, like stand right. next to me, take these pictures, promote, promote. Nah, he actually forced J. Cole to be about um, being a business within himself. And J. Cole has stayed truly committed to his audience in a way that I've never seen from a, a current day artist. So we have to, you know, let's be clear. Like I don't, and this is my theory, not a, not a fact, but it's my theory that the industry doesn't really want these these iconic um, artists anymore because they're expensive and they're and they're they're powerful and they can command things that a uh, young artist cannot command. So a lot of young artists, Ooh. you see, they come and they go. A lot of them, right? It's one hit, and I think that's why Cardi is making moves the way she's making moves because you could have dismissed her even just a couple months ago before the album dropped as just a one hit wonder. I think she's making strategic moves to be here for the long haul. To make it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Tav? Uh, I feel as though uh, no discredit into any of the iconic names that you named, but I feel like uh, you know certain names like Nikki. You know what I'm trying to say? She had a tremendous run, and she still is running right She's now. She's still running, right? Yeah. She's still doing it. Uh, Drake, you know what I'm trying to say? More of like a new generation, more of like who I'm listening to right now is business orientated, getting his hands on a lot of community work. You know what I'm trying to say? So Right, definitely. God's I, I plan. Feel, I feel as though things like that, that'll keep you relevant more than just music. You get what I'm trying to say? Because people will look at you as as more than just like you, that hip-hop artist, or more as just that, that rapper or that singer. They're looking at you as iconic, as a superhero. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? As more as like, I look at that as iconic. And that's where I, I, I could learn from, you get what I'm trying to say, people that was before me. You get what Things so like when you that. look at Fetty, when you look at like what Fetty's done in Patterson and what he yeah. continues to do and goes back and it's a hands-on thing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, for even for me, the being from the same city and and, and, and seeing what prosper the way how he prosper and things of, of that nature, it's just like, man, it's just like it's God's gifts. It's like always been a dream. You get what I'm trying to say? Either any position like to, to make yourself some money and to take care of your folks. Right, you, you and then and, and, so, and to take care of the community yeah, too when you can. Yeah, and the community and things like that, and have people always having something to remember you for, and that's mainly what a lot of me while I'm in this this, this business. You know, what I'm trying to say to leave legacy, to leave. At 22, you're thinking about leaving a legacy. Yeah, always. You always anything that I do, anything that um, I'm getting myself into or hands on. I, I always look at the the, the long term longevity of things. You know, what I'm trying to say. Just cause you're 22, that don't mean that, you know, That's you can't real. you can't look further down on right. what you're trying to accomplish or gravity. So. No, I think that's great. Yeah. I think that might really. I commend you for that. Yeah, thank you. I, I think that, I think that's really great. Yeah. Really important. Chuck, what about the Andrewski? What about the the image of artists now too? Because you know, as Tab said, it's like it's not just you know Drake that that God's plan mm-hmm. thing touched a strong strong nerve on so many levels for people, but also their what they stand for. Their what they do. They help the community. Do they help people? Do they? Does that where does where does that intersect with like the fan connection? I think that's very important now, especially with social media, because people want to see 
you know, your life, not just making music, but they want to be a part of your life now, you right. know, with social media. So they want to see like you're you're part of the community. You are giving back, you know, personality, you know, um, because if you don't have that, you lose connection with, with your audience. And yeah, you can have a great record, but once the record goes, everything else goes with it. But like he was saying, if you have a personality and if you build a brand, you don't even have to put out music sometimes and, and you're still relevant right? based on the, those type of things. But yeah, I think it, social media plays a heavy influence on that because you got to keep people updated on what's going on in your life. Besides just making music, yeah, so that they know what's happening. You just gotta of, spread that love. One of my favorite artists, Young Jeezy, he um, he did a couple. You know, he did Thug Motivation one, two, and three, and I always looked at him. And in fact, I was like here in the city, I was defending Young, young Jeezy crazy. Like everybody hated him here in New York for whatever reason. Not me. I always like. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm John. Okay. Don't make me pull your old tweets up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> nah, but Jeezy. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> right. But Jeezy was like one of those artists that that connected with the people. He's from Georgia, right. not specifically Atlanta, but he definitely was given coded language within the music that was motivational and inspirational and all that good stuff, but 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 also like hardcore hip hop and hardcore like Atlanta music, street music, right? Right. And I think that that's kind of what I feel you have to do to connect with people in a genuine way where they will evolve with you. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of people are not going to be able to connect with the artists they love because they're going to be trapped in like one period. Whereas somebody like Jeezy and Jay and, and some of the others, even Drake, he's not the same guy when he first came out as he is now. But I don't think a real artist would stay this. I think a real artist would evolve grow and over evolve, time yeah. and grow. Some and do, though. Some do try to stay Some do same. and some don't, right? right yeah, right. absolutely. And another good thing is that the label now are signing artists once they're hot. So it's not like they're taking a new artist and developing the artist into what they want the artist to be. New artists are coming in, and that's who they are. That's yeah. the music they make. That's the way they dress. That's the way they look. That's the way they talk. So labels like are not dictating, right. right? Dictating how they're gonna present the artist. Right. Like, Be don't wear your hair like this. Right. Don't or we're gonna do this or change your style. Like, mm -hmm. no, that's not happening no more. Right. What you right. see is what you get. <laughs> right. That's true. Yes. Right. So it's, Here it is. Take it or leave it. Basically, <laughs> right. basically, right. basically like that. The the in terms of the in terms of the in terms of the marketing, there's always been let let's let's update everybody and if we need to, the this phrase in hip hop has always been that's what the streets that's what the streets are feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it what the streets are feeling or what the streams are feeling now? Mm -hmm. so basically, basically, I could say both. Yeah. Okay. Both. It's basically okay. what the streets feeling and what the streams doing. Cause All right. the same token you want. You you want the feedback from the streets. You know what I'm trying to say? Because that's what's flowing. That's what you go outside, and that's <laughs> what people playing, playing whatever is hot. And the streams is mainly important, too, because with streaming, the results will come in. You know right. what I'm trying to say? So mm -hmm. that's how I feel like it's both in that category. The, streams, right. the streams throw things off a little bit, though, now and then, because you don't have to be... A lot of people in the streets are not necessarily streaming... You know, they're streaming whatever right. they're right. hearing on the radio or whatever. You know what I mean? So the streams are a little bit different. You can be anywhere and, and, and influence the culture in that way. Oh, that's true. Right. And yeah. as a DJ, you could see a difference, too, because there could be records that stream really, really high but don't play in the club. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like a J. Cole record, for example. He's such a big artist. His streams are sure. amazing, but 
in a club in a dance party like you're, you're not really playing not playing the J. Cole song so there is is a balance mm -hmm. it's a context but it goes right. back to what you guys were saying about the headphone listening you know New York mm -hmm. is a single yeah. right, you know, right. headphone listening as opposed to like Atlanta with the, the parties and the yeah. cars the clubs and the yeah. cars yeah yeah. Which I love. That's, <laughs> That's <laughs> We're big. going to Atlanta. That's it. We're going to ATL. <laughs> We're taking New York to the ATL. In terms of in terms of for the future, Drewski, where right. do you where do you see the music going? Where it's gonna matter less where anybody's from? Yes, I, I think it's and in a, a hot a hit is a hit. Right, and. The, I believe that's a great thing. Like I, I like that idea of a hit is a hit, no matter where it's from. And if you like it, you embrace it. You you know you play it. You listen to it, yeah. and that's happening with the streams and with social media. It don't matter anymore. These kids from the Midwest are putting records out and becoming superstars. Right. So yeah, it's just it's out there. If you like it, you love it. You know, it's, it's for you. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what it is. Chuck, what do you think? Well, for me, as an Aquarius, I, I want to see some of the <laughs> some of the some of the artists that would you quote unquote more creative or more expressive or more lyrical adopt some of the ways of some of the other artists in the marketing and the promotion and the connection to the audience, so that they can rise too to that same level. And I think you can see that with Cole, Kendrick, and some others because. Artists, sometimes they get to be too pure in their artistry and they forget the business. And now it's more important than ever to be a, a full package as an artist. Um, you don't have a, a ditty to tell you, hey, you need this type of record or right. you need to dress right. like this. You, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Because Big wouldn't even have popped the way he popped if it wasn't for Diddy. Because he right. was like, he listened to everything there's this Kooji sweater and right, this right. how you're gonna right. Yeah, Absolutely. Right so <laughs> you know, I'm still into my my hip hop, my New York, my very, very New York hip hop, my very East Coast hip hop. Okay. And and I still love every I love right. everything. That's, that's, all why, good. Right. that's why Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why that's my that's it's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I love my hip I mean it's it's hip hop. It's all hip hop. That's why my company's called all hip hop. Because right. we never we never exclude anybody. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. the Aquarian in you. All everyone everyone <laughs> include everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Tab, so so what's so what's ahead now? Tell us what's ahead for you. Uh what's ahead for me, I'm finna come out with a couple projects, more visuals, getting more like my face out there more. Uh a few tours that's coming up. All right. And just more shows, sold out dates. Like all right, that. you let us know. So I'm, yeah. I'm saying, can you do an all hip hop interview today? I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there. Yeah. Go ahead. You got <laughs> the couch and you got the lounge. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's yeah, let's do let's, it. let's let's learn from Atlanta as they have learned from New York. Yeah. Okay, and that's how we'll it do works. It right so here. Yeah. Chuck yeah. does the write up. I play the record. We'll play the record. Yeah, that's it. We got the TV <laughs> show. We, we'll do the whole thing, the whole night. Okay, right. let's do okay, it. we got. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. All yeah. right. Thank you guys so much for being with us. Really fun show. DJ Drewski, Hot 97's own Chuck Creekmer, AllHipHop.com, and Hip hop artist signed to RGF Productions with Danny Sue and Fetty Wap. Thank you so much for being with us. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck appreciate with everything. It. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Thank All you. right. Absolutely. Remember, use your mind, it's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace.